Hi everyone, Happy New Year. Thank you for tuning in today to my ministry, song, scripture, and my thoughts. Today is January 5th, 2024. Today's scripture will be found in the book of Revelation. We are continuing our study. In the book of Revelation, we are on chapter 20. In chapter 19, just a real quick uh, reading there, just to kind of refresh our memories. The beast and the false prophet are captured. Hallelujah. So in verse 20 of 19, then the beast was captured, and with him the false prophet, who worked signs in his presence, by which he deceived those who received the mark of the beast and those who worshipped his image. These two were cast alive into the lake of fire, burning with brimstone. And the rest were killed with the sword, which proceeded from the mouth of him who sat on the horse, and all the birds were filled with their flesh. Pause. Now in chapter 20, now we get to read about the fate of the ancient serpent of old, the devil, Satan himself. Now we get to hear finally that he is he is bound eventually thrown into the bottomless pit for a while and then he's released for a short time but for a thousand years he gets thrown into this pit bound and this is something that he always knew eventually was going to happen to him, that he was going to be taken down by the King of Kings, the, the, the Lord of Lords, the Alpha and the Omega, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, was going to take him down. And we, we always go back to that beautiful first promise in Genesis where God says to Satan that the seed of the woman... Eve would one day crush his head. That the seed of the woman and the seed of the serpent would never get along. There would be enmity between the two. And the seed of the woman, of course, goes all the way down to Mary, who gives birth to Jesus. And the seed of the serpent is this same serpent of old that we're going to be reading here, the devil and Satan, in chapter 20. So get, grab your Bibles, turn to chapter 20, Satan bound 1,000 years. Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven, having the key to the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. He laid hold of the dragon, that serpent of old, and is the devil and Satan, and bound him for a 1,000 years. And he cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal on him. Pause. Can you please underline exclamation points where the angel not only captures him but shuts him up. I literally am taking that as he is shutting his mouth, shutting him in the bottom of split pit, but also shutting him up. I just love that. Love it, love it, love it. So he and shut him up and set a seal on him so that he should deceive the nations no more till the thousand years were finished. 
but after these things he must be released for a little while. The saints reign with Christ 1,000 years. And I saw thrones, and they sat on them, and judgment was committed to them. Then I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for their witness to Jesus and for the word of God, who had not worshipped the beast or his image and had not received his mark on their foreheads or on their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. But the rest of the dead did not live again, pause, circle again, until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he who has part in the first resurrection. Over such the second death has no power, but they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years. Pause. In verse 4, and I saw thrones, and they sat on them, and judgment was committed to them. Finally, these the people sitting on these thrones are us, I believe. Not just the ones that were beheaded, because we're gonna the next verse talks about the souls of them sitting under. Um, then I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for their witness of Jesus and the word of God. I believe these thrones are, are us, everybody that, that did not, everybody that accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. We are finally given the um, judge, judgment is committed onto us to, to be witnessing this. First, the beast, the Antichrist, and the false prophet. The, the false trinity is being taken down, and we finally get to witness that. The first two, the Antichrist and the false prophet, are, are cast alive into the burning, uh, the lake of fire burning with brimstone. And now we get to witness this Satan being shut up and shut into the bottomless pit by this powerful angel. And we get to see this judgment. We get to be a part of that. It, he's always promised that this is going to happen, and finally it does. Finally. So I just love that, that John the Apostle saw, saw the thrones, and he saw they who sat on them. And then that he also saw the ones that were beheaded, the ones that did not worship the beast or his image and did not see the mark on their foreheads and then on their hands. These, these people that knew that following the anti following the false trinity was not going to give them eternal life with Jesus. They said, Go ahead and behead me. I'm sure they were scared. Can you imagine? They're laying on a table and they're, you know, they know what's going to happen, but they also know what's going to happen. <laughs> they're going to be in heaven in, with, with God in eternity. And these people will get to reign with God for 1,000 years. Now, I don't know if 1,000 years is like a day here or a day is like 1,000 years. I don't know if it's a literal 1,000 years. I don't know. Only God knows. 
but for this thousand years, the rest of us that died here on earth and are in heaven, we go back into some sort of uh, sleep. We're left out of this. He puts us to sleep. Now, just the ones that believe in him, the other ones, the ones that did not believe in him, they are they are in hell. And then ugh, they're going to participate in the second resurrection, the, the white throne judgment, and then be cast into the same uh, lake of fire, burning with brimstone uh, as the rest, as the false trinity, the, the, gosh, they're just hilarious, but so many people fall for them. The, the antichrist, the false prophet, and Satan, their fate is bur being burned alive Tor forever tortured in the burning fire in the in the uh, the lake of fire burning with brimstone and they get thrown in there and that is the second death when when God says get up you guys everybody and uh, you're gonna go to your final final place for us a place with our Heavenly Father our God Jesus Christ to live forever with him in the new heaven and in the new earth and for those that fell for the shenanigans of the evil side will be permanently burning for eternity and this is this is truth God is truth so blessed are the holy are holy blessed and holy excuse me is he who has part in the first resurrection so if you if you live to be beheaded you get to spend 1000 years uh, without any of the rest of us that believed on god because this is special quality time with your lord for for that sacrifice that you made uh continuing satanic rebellion crushed here is we we see everybody that ever followed Satan crushed. This is the promise. This is the crushed from Ch Genesis three fifteen. The seed of the woman will crush your head. Satanic rebellion crushed. Now, when the thousand years have expired, Satan will be released from his prison and will go out to deceive the nations which are at the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog. Now, I believe, pause, Gog and Magog, are, that is symbolic for all the people that were ever antichrist and against God, that always rebelled against God. This is the group of people. They are Mag, Magog and Gog to gather them together to battle whose number is at excuse me i'm reading it from in a dark room but let, let me just start over there now when the thousand years have expired satan will be released from his prison and will go out to deceive the nations which are in the four corners of the earth gog and magog to gather them together to battle whose number is as the sand of the sea they went up on the breadth of the earth and surrounded the camp of the saints and the beloved city 
and fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. The devil, who deceived them, was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are, and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Pause. Now, I don't know who's left in this in this group that have not taken the mark. I don't think there's anybody left here. I, only God knows who Satan, after he's released for a little while, I don't know who's left that he can deceive that, ha, that, that still haven't taken the mark. I don't know. Only God knows. Uh, nobody can really know for a hundred percent what's uh, about God God's people if there are any left that can still be saved during this battle I, I don't I don't think so because uh, only God so let's read uh, and hallelujah praise the Lord Satan gets gets thrown in to cast it reminds me of a of like when you go fishing and you cast out and he's caught and he's thrown in the lake of fire and brimstone where he is going to be tortured forever and ever and ever and ever the great white throne judgment then i saw a great white throne and him who sat on it from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God, and books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged according to their works by the things which were written in the books. The sea gave up the dead who were in it, and death and Hades delivered up the dead who were in them, and they were judged each one according to his works. Then death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Pause. Wow. Listen. This is the second resurrection, and everybody has to stand before the throne. And he's going to let everybody know what they did. Because, listen, guys, whether you believe or don't believe, God is recording everything for this particular white throne judgment. And he is... He, you can't be, oh gosh, I gave to charity. I helped the poor. I was a really nice person. I shared my wealth. I helped keep the earth green. None of that's going to save you. Only, only believing in Jesus Christ having faith in Jesus Christ and repenting. It's, it's about believing, having faith, and repenting. 
and having a relationship with the Lord. So he can know you. He has to know you. You can't get, remember the, the great wedding supper of the Lord, the banquet? You can't get in there. He found one. I believe I shared that, that verse with you, the last message. He found one in there that got in, and he said, Friend, how did you get in here? Get out. I don't know who you are. And this, this great white throne judgment where people get cast in to the lake of fire forever and ever and ever and ever and ever, it's a fair judgment because people have been, been warned, and it's based on evidence. Did you or did you not follow the Lord? And if you don't know, there's, uh, there's scripture pertaining to, uh, he says, well, how do you get in? You have to do the will of my Father in heaven. Are you, ask yourself, are you doing the will of your Father in heaven? Are you following his commandments? Are you obeying him? Now, yes, we're going to fumble, but are you following the will of the Father and are you obeying him? Have you accepted him as Lord and Savior? And are you repenting? It, uh, I have said over and over and over and over again that it's not just words. That you can't just say words and then go on and live your life the way you've always lived it in all your sin and thinking, oh, you know, well, all I had to do was say those words and now I can just do whatever I want. No, it does not work like that. You have to be in the will of the Father doing the will of the Father and obeying Him. Paramount in life. We can fumble, but a sinner, I don't know about you guys, but when Jesus died on the cross for me before He even knew me, He saved me. His blood saved me. He atoned for my sins. And I was a sinner. And I repented of my sin. So it has to be of chief concern or importance, paramount in the life that you're living, to do the will of the Father and to obey Him. It has to be at the top of your head. These people, like, like and myself, that are born again, want to do the will of the Father and obey Him. So if that's not paramount in your life, then you need to, you, you need to uh, get right with God. Because He's got those books, and He only has one, the book of life. If your name is in there, you get to live with Him for eternity. And we'll talk about that in the next chapter, where He does away with the current earth and builds and makes, creates the new earth and the heaven heaven and earth. So I hope everybody has had a happy new year so far. I, uh, I kind of started, oh gosh, trying to worry about this or that. Uh, I, I don't know if the word is worry, but, uh, trying to fix problems on my own for other people, myself. I've got some big decisions to make for myself. And you know what? God does not give us a spirit of fear. So, if we rely on Him for our everyday life, our everyday decisions, where we just say we are in the will of God, 
we are in the will of God. And sometimes we're like, I am always in the will of God, but sometimes I just start trying to fix people's problems. And then I just, I just waste a lot of time there because it's God's will, not mine be done. And I want to end off today's message with just, uh, well, well, to tell you that, uh, check where you're at on your faith. And I want to say to those that have had, if anybody's laid hands on you for a healing, sometimes the Holy Spirit doesn't release healing. It is the will of the Father only. But don't not believe in Him. People can't heal you by laying hands. It comes from the power of the Holy Spirit. We cannot do anything in our own power. So if the Holy Spirit releases power, he gives power to people to do these things, but it's his power. And if he doesn't say, okay, that one's healed, then that one's not healed. But don't give up. Prayer works. I still have health issues, but I'm not going to be, oh my gosh, I don't have enough faith. I don't have any faith. No, I have faith that can move mountains. And my prayers have been very effective prayers for people. And I have laid hands on people from my house to another city and seen miracles. But it is God that performs those miracles. But he gives us these gifts. But he is the power behind the gifts. So don't give up. God may say, okay, sometimes I'm in the book of uh, 1 Kings. And Elijah... He got sent to one widow at that time. Namath, I can't remember her name exactly, but her son had died. And he said, uh, man of God, what have I done? More, more or less is what she said. I took you in. You showed me that my little bit of uh, flour wasn't going to run out. My oil was not going to run out. And now my son's dead. So he takes him upstairs to his bedroom where, where the son was sleeping, and he lay on, laid on him three times. But before that, he asked God, God, did you send me over here just to give this lady misery, just to take her son? And he lays on this, this son three times, and the third time, God heard. God heard. God heard. Sometimes it's not the first time. Might not be the second time. Might not even be the third time, but one of these times God's going to hear and you're going to get your miracle. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. And I hope you haven't started your year trying to fix people's problems because we can only be, what can we do? Everything is the will of the Father. So it's, <laughs> it's like sometimes I just got to, oh, okay, Lord. Thanks for giving me that reminder. I tell you, reading the uh, Bible this time around, God has really opened my eyes, and I'm just seeing his story, just reading his story, and more is, I am seeing more of his story. And I said to him last night, God, I love your story. And, you know, even though there were a lot of, um, it's disheartening how many people didn't follow him, or they did evil on their own sight, but not, 
They didn't do good in the eyes of the Lord. And each king was more evil than the last. And right now I'm reading on Elijah and I'm reading on Ahab and how he did the most he was the most wicked king of all and he marries that woman Jezebel, that her family tree is Baal, and then he sets up the um, he sets up uh and worships Baal in the in the temple of Samaria. And the Israelites, they didn't live in Jerusalem. Uh, eight tribes did not. They lived, uh, one of the Israelite kings built Samaria, and that's where they lived. Only the tribe, this is what I'm reading, only the tribe of Judah ended up in Jerusalem. And I always think, oh, all the 12 tribes are there, but they're not. <laughs> and... Again, you can't bank on your who your bloodline is. You have to believe in the Son, Jesus Christ, in order to be saved, in order to have your name written in the book of life. Interesting, very interesting, the Bible. Read it. You might not understand a whole lot the first time around, but when you come around, I think this is my sixth time, the more time you spend in the Word of God, the more He opens up your ears, the more you 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 real you, you understand what He's saying. Uh, I've seen over and over and over again God's grace, God's grace, God's grace. His He just had mercy. There was one king. I think he was a king of. Uh, Judah of Jerusalem and his arm had withered and that prophet had asked God he said ask God to unwither my arm and this guy he had uh, uh, built he was worshiping false gods and they were in that temple with false gods and God was so mad at him he withered his arm and, and he asked that, that king asked, God, asked the prophet if he could ask God to unwither his arm, and he did. God did. Even though this guy was living, the worshiping, the king of Israel was worshiping the Baals and the Ashtaroths. I never pronounced that correctly, but God still unwithered his arm. I mean, still the guy got taken out. But God, he is still in the miracle business. He has mercy and grace. He's a loving father. So anyway, uh, I hope this message, as always, has helped somebody out there. Even just one. I hope, I hope, I hope and pray that this message helps somebody out there. All the glory to God. Much love to all. Until next time, I hope I haven't fumbled my words too much. I haven't had that much coffee this morning. Much love. Bye.